Hello, and welcome to the Pipeline Project Podcast. When you think of times of trial, and you look to the Bible for encouragement, what passages do you think of? If you're like most people, I'm sure Psalms 23 pops into your head. Most people can quote, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. But how many of us are familiar with the context of this verse? The whole psalm is only six verses, so I'd like to read the whole thing. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. This whole psalm is using the metaphor of a sheep and a shepherd. God is the shepherd leading the sheep. So if God is leading, how does the sheep end up in the valley of the shadow of death? Maybe the sheep wandered away, but that doesn't seem to be what is indicated here, due to the fact that he doesn't fear walking through the valley of the shadow of death. It almost indicates that the shepherd led the sheep into it and through it. Why would he do that? And if the shepherd is a metaphor for God, then is that saying that God intentionally leads us into the valley of the shadow of death? Why? Why would God do something like that? especially to his followers. Shouldn't he be protecting us from the dangers and hardships? We're following him. So why allow us to go through bad things? As the age-old question goes, why do bad things happen to good people? I think it's twofold. Bad things happen because this is Satan's dominion, and we are a fallen world. We are a world full of sin and have rejected God. So bad things will happen. Bad things happen to everyone, not just good people. However, couldn't God keep those things from happening to us? Isn't he all-powerful? Well, the answer is yes. But if he did, would that do us a disservice? For one thing, we wouldn't be able to relate to people we are trying to reach and lead to God. However, I think there's something else we would miss out on. When do you find that you draw nearer to God? Is it when things are going great or when they are bad? A great place to look in order to better understand this concept is James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes who are dispersed abroad. Greetings. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without any doubting, For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, 
unstable in all his ways. When going through periods of physical and earthly hardship, it doesn't stop with the physical. It reaches into our spiritual lives and can cause us to doubt. We can start to doubt that God will do anything, or doubt that He can do anything. When things get bad enough, maybe we might even start to doubt if God is even really there. Maybe, if He really does exist, He has abandoned us. Trials are just a part of life, unfortunately. Satan has dominion over this world because mankind allowed him in and continues to give him power. Bad things happening is just an ever-present reminder that we are living in a broken world. The thing about Christians is we have someone to whom we can turn. We know who is ultimately in control and who can offer us rest and peace. Difficult times will do one of two things. They will draw us closer to God or they will drive us further away from Him. I think a great analogy is the forging of a sword. When the steel is first obtained by the bladesmith, it doesn't yet have the qualities to be a sword. It is only after the metal has gone through the fire over and over again, is pounded over and over again, and is quenched, that it becomes a weapon for a warrior. I'd like to think that in some way we are forged through our trials, that we are forged into weapons against the darkness of this world through our experiences. James says in verses 5-8 through eight, that if we lack wisdom, we should ask God, and He will give it to us. Why does James mention wisdom here? I believe that during times of trial, we need the wisdom to see them for what they really are, the wisdom to know how to act, and the wisdom to know that God is in control. James mentions that God gives generously and without reproach, but there is a caveat. You must ask in faith without any doubting, because a person who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. If we don't believe that God is all-powerful and has authority over not only our lives, but over all that has ever been or ever will be, where is our anchor in times of trouble? In times like this, we feel powerless and adrift with nothing onto which we can hold, and every news report can fill us with anxiety and dread. However, when you know who is in control, then you can have peace. Peace knowing that God, who you serve, your Creator, is in complete control and will do whatever is best for you. That doesn't always line up with what we want, but it will always be what is best. As it says in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5-6, through six, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. As with Psalms 23, there is something interesting about this proverb. The author doesn't say, The Lord will make your paths easy, or will shield your paths. He only says that He will make your paths straight. A straight path is easy to follow in that you know where you're going, but sometimes the path can be washed out, rocky or overgrown, and can be very hard to travel. God is in control. He always has been and always will be. We just have to accept it and trust Him. It is only then that we can have peace. Ultimately, most of our fears come down to our own mortality and the mortality of our loved ones. If we believe that God is in control, if we have given Him our lives and 
have been baptized for the forgiveness of our sins and continue to walk with him, what have we to fear? Either we will have the opportunity to live long lives on this earth, or we'll get to go to heaven early. Knowing that is peace. It's not always easy to accept it, especially with the cares and fears of this world, but that is ultimately how simple it is. No matter what we like to think, we really don't have control over much of anything. But God has complete control. We are not alone. We are never alone. God has always been there. And He always will be there. If you have a topic you would like to hear covered, want to share some thoughts about the show, or just want to say hi, email us at pipelineproject2019 at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device, and watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.